Hey everybody, it's Jim here, and what you're going to get right now in this little bit of a podcast is the Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast, something that we do as a Patreon-only podcast. I'm going to put last week's episode up here to give people an idea of what the type of shows that we do. Uh, this is, if you were listening to it before, it's basically the same Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast that me and Eric did a year or so ago, and we brought it back for the Patreon. And yeah, give it a listen if you like what you hear, or just curious about what other shows that we have, go over to www.patreon.com slash weirdscience. And you'll be able to check out all the levels, see if you want to get involved. It is the beginning of August. And like we always say on the podcast, if you join up now, you will not be charged until September. So it's a free listen for the whole month. Now, Patreon, in the meantime, has tried to make this so that everybody who has a Patreon can charge people immediately. If that's something that you have seen or whatever, we will never do that. I like the idea of people joining in and being able to hear all the shows, at least, you know, if you can, because there's over, I think, 350 episodes of shows. Right now, I think we have 12 specific Patreon-only shows, and then probably three or four that come in intermittently when we do have the time. So you're going to get at least 12 different shows a month, uh, and usually some of those are, you know, twice a month, weekly, things like that, very weekly. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Check out the levels. Check out what's going on, and maybe you'll want to get involved. And again, I'll tell you, it's a free trial. So join in. You can get in the Slack chat. Everybody can chat with you. You can talk some comics, talk about life and love. And you'd have all that. But uh, listen to this and see if you like it. Thanks. pop on with this exciting installment of the weird science pop culture podcast i'm america's sweetheart eric shay and i am jim warner and this is the very cultured episode we're calling number 13 number 13 it is the weird science pop culture podcast for the week of july 30th 2018 we're almost done the month we still have a bunch Ooh-wee. of crap to do i'm tired i'm tired and, and miserable from fighting with people on twitter uh, especially guys who on Twitter uh, end up asking me that, or telling me I'm rude because they uh, didn't bother to read an article but want to argue with me. That was my whole night last night. And it was fun times. Fun times indeed. But we're going to start out as we always do with top five movies. Number five, Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Uh, that is obviously the Teen Titans Go movie. Brandon went and saw it. He said he liked it. Said a lot of. Do you still have jokes. your movie pass? No, no. The, uh, we got rid of it. Plus, uh, there it. was well, there was things with it anyway. They are keeping you from watching certain movies now, and a lot you get charged extra uh, if you go and see on certain days. So I said, the hell with that." So we got rid of it. We we canceled all those movie passes. So, so this is not, not going to be going. a movie that you're going to go no. see anytime uh, we soon. Have, we haven't gone to the movies in a month and a half anyway. So we paid one whole month. Nobody went to the movies that whole month. So and then I hear the stuff. I think it was. Uh, the Mission Impossible, people weren't allowed to go see that this weekend or at least some of the days. And when they did, they actually got charged $6 extra on their card uh, to go see that movie because <laughs> and to, you can wait for weeks or something. It's not. Dick move. Yeah, but $10.5 million, I thought it would make more. Actually, me and Logan, when we did go see Deadpool 2, uh, yeah. they had that trailer and it was hilarious. We were laughing. Everybody was laughing in the theater at that. Brandon said he liked it. His kid liked it. And his nephew, I think he took, liked it as is that, well. 
Is that one of those things, if you're not one of those CGI animated movies, you ain't nothing no more? I don't know. I, I just think that it'll it'll probably make, uh, you know, a standard amount of money. It's just because these Teen usually Titans kill, go. I would think, especially yeah, during the summer. It's Teen Titans Go. I, I don't know how many kids like that anymore. Anyway, because number four is Hotel Transylvania 3. Summer Vacation made $12.3 million. It's up to 119 so that's made some dough. We got number three, The Equalizer 2. Which um, I watched this weekend. That made $14 million. It's up to $64 million. We have number two, that's Mamma right. Mia, Here We Go Again. That made $15 million. I didn't even know that was yeah, a thing. Well, I guess if we would have <laughs> known if we did the podcast last week, because it's the second week. It made $15 yeah. million this week. It's up to $70 million. So it made tons Have you watched uh, last the Mamma Mia's? No. There's only you two. Know how I think it's this only... one and this one. I, okay, I only think there's in only... my mind, this is like the third or fourth one now know. for whatever reason. All I know is that uh, Dan Stransky uh, tweeted that one point that he knew that uh, – they wait. Hello, Weird Science. Hello, Weird Science. Oh, he okay. said that the way that he knew that brick-and-mortar video stores and why people will go digital is because he went to four different places in his town and could not find Mamma Mia on Blu-ray. That's what he told everybody. He said, when you, can't find, we living when you can't find Mamma Mia on Blu-ray, that shows you digital wins every time, but never said he got it digitally. Uh, you know, and, and never actually said why he was going to find Mamma Mia. Number one, Mission Impossible Fallout. That made $61.5 million, And it's its opening weekend, so that's what it's made. It is the most uh, money that a Mission Impossible is open to. And Tom Cruise is back on top. And I saw and, a couple and articles. And Tom Cruise is older than Wilford Brimley. Yeah. told me that when Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon, and it yep. blew my mind. That's, that's the craziest. Also, they say that at one point in this movie – uh, Tom Cruise runs full sprint, half a mile, and that's why he should get an Oscar. And they also really? said, yeah, they also said that if you watch any Tom Cruise movies, the amount of running that oh, yeah. he does is equal to the amount of money that that movie makes. So if he's running a lot in a movie like this one, supposedly <laughs> he's runs always forever. Running. Yeah, well, he, he's as some of those he isn't. I think as the Mummy, he did not run enough. I didn't make any money, but here's oh. some other movies going. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and I have these worldwide uh, receipts here, box right. office receipts. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is at $1.2 right now nice. worldwide because it's doing crazy overseas. Uh, I really and, didn't think it would hit the billion part. Yeah. Because for oh, some, okay. I didn't like the second one as much as the first because it just felt too, like almost yeah, like yeah. A, a rehash and a bit of like what the lost world was to Jurassic Park, and I didn't like that film as much. For some reason, I just thought it was not going to cross that billion-dollar threshold. Turns out I'm wrong about a lot of things. Nah, yeah, a lot of things. To ask Lady Jessica. I, I, I will not see either one of those, the first one or this one. I'll never see it. I tried to watch Jurassic World, got bored out of my head, uh, bored out of People my skull within 10 minutes. And at, at the beginning, they're just talking. I'm like, I don't know. I'm less talking, more <laughs> dinos. More dinos. Yeah, I had, to give him, I had to give him a hug today. Uh, <laughs> you have Ant-Man and Wasp Worldwide, $395 million. So that might make yeah. – uh, it might make yeah, – I don't think it will make half a billion. Uh, wrong turn. He's mad. He tried to do that test again to see if yeah. he could drive. He failed again. Then uh -huh. he claims – he says, oh, they told me that my IQ was 35 and that I was retarded. And I said, well, first off, if your IQ was 35, you, you wouldn't be, be able to talk. No. Uh, I think that, you know, I, I don't know the scale that they go with anymore, but I, I even think he got the number wrong. So and like, I really? You got the number wrong, and the, so then he's like, 
I, I can take the test again, but that's four hundred dollars. I'm like, well, what, what? what are you taking this test? I said this test is Everybody's not something you him. study for. Hey, well, it's the you, you can't just keep getting these tests. Once you get a couple, they're they're gonna make you pay for it for the people that have to do it and stuff. It's just the the insurance won't cover it anymore. It's crazy. So, in my mind, he just goes in, he talks to somebody, they do pass or fail, the end. Like, yeah, four hundred dollars. No, Whoa. no, that, it's four hundred dollars. This is his third time. They don't just let you the just keep business. getting these tests. <laughs> I'm telling you, these are like if I wanted to go and get you know things tested for me or whatever, then they're not just going to do it for free. They do it for free once to see if you can get your license. You you fail that time. I think they were nice giving it to them. These are tests that you don't not fail once you fail. This would be like me going and getting a test. Okay, you're 5'7". I go to the next... Oh, I don't believe you. I'm going to this next test. 5'7". Oh, yeah? I'll show you now. I come in with the Gene five, Simmons six boots. And a half. I come in with the Gene Simmons boots. 6'8". <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, what do I get for this? Nothing. Except here's your $400 bill. I, I want to be the guy who determines who gets to drive and who doesn't with just a stamp that says passed or a stamp no, that says fail. No. Well, that's how it is in The Simpsons. They yeah. just end up, you know, uh, Patty and oh, Selma, just good. go and just go. I, I, when he's <laughs> saying this to me, I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, listen. This isn't a test that you're, you should be, you know, upset. You, if you don't pass, you can't yeah. pass. That's just what it is. And I said to him, you're going to be on the road. I told you before, he's going to be on the road on a highway going 65 miles. He cannot pay attention to something while he's standing there right in front of him. This has got to be part of an attention test, not an intelligence test. Yeah. Uh, you know, because there's some real stupid people he's driving. He's so poor, he can't pay attention. He can't. And he would die. And I said, you and should go back with- and thank that person who failed you and say you saved my life, my Kiss son's life, my girl's life with the tongue, and also probably my life. I said, why do you need to drive anyway? You haven't to- Oh, because I'm, really ner- I'm really embarrassed, and I'm not going to let it go through my mind. That's what he kept saying. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. My fist is going to go through your mind. And then he's like, I just wanted to drive because, you know, that's what a man does. I'm like, nah, not Eric. He ain't Uh-oh. no man. And I'm a man's child. He started crying. So then I hugged oh, him. Jesus. And I told him to get and back there. The thing there. is, I thought it was bad the first time because you weren't there for that one. And I'm telling you, I wasn't about to hug him, obviously. But I felt so bad for him. I was trying to talk him up and stuff like that. There yeah. was no tears involved. So somehow the second yeah, time is even worse. And he said, he goes, I don't like to cry. I'm, what? You, you've cried like six times in front of me. Well, I am just upset. And it's, I'm not going to let it go through my minds. I'm like, you are. And I started yelling. And then he, he's there. And then he started crying. I'm like, it's okay. Oh, okay. And I'm one of those, one of these. It's okay. Wrong turn. It's okay. Now get the fuck back to work. Stop bothering me. And then he God goes damn. away. Then he comes out dancing. This is a whole wrong turn podcast now. Makes comes sense. out dancing. Uh, oh, woo, woo! You know when he's always trying to make yeah. people see him. So uh, I'm not even paying attention. He comes over. See, I told you I did it, and he's like, uh, I got it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I put my my four wheeler on the Facebooks, and I told you first off, this is how he, he goes. I want two thousand dollars, but I'm not gonna take less than fifteen hundred. So I'm like, so basically, you ain't getting 2000 Who's going to yeah. go from that? So he comes, he goes, yeah, oh, I, I told you, I told you that I get that. And then he, I'm like, what, what? And he's like, this guy right here on the Facebooks, he told me he's going to buy it. I'm like, really? He's going to buy it? Is he? Yeah, yeah, he's coming over today. And I told him he can have it for the 15s. And I'm like, let me see that. 
I looked at the phone. The guy said 150. I said the wrong turn. This is 150 dollars, not 1500. Oh no! I already told him he could have it. Jesus Whatever. Christ! Oh, and that the best too. Then I said, "Well, you better call this because he, he ended up saying that at lunch the guy called him. So he's like, he's coming over. And I'm like, you better call him back then. He's like, I don't have his number. I said, you can just he, go he and look him, recall. You know, you can do that. Oh no, I delete those. I'm like, well, what are you trying to hide from your from your girl? What's going on? <laughs> what are but you no, trying to hide from? No, this is wrong turn. All day, all day with him, and then he was depressed again. Then he was happy because then he thinks that the guy might have said fifteen hundred. Then, but yeah, he said on the thing one hundred fifty. But uh, Incredibles two, Eric, worldwide, oh. it's about uh, it's about a billion right now. And Very my sense. final one, skyscraper. Skyscraper. Uh, do you know One that the rock a diehard? Yes, I got the, you. the the budget of Skyscraper was 125 million. Uh, it made 59 million domestic. You know, like that 50, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's almost at 300 million worldwide. They love it worldwide, Eric. So did that's where. The, did you hear the big freaking outburst about this movie because they no. hired Rock, who has two legs instead of a one-legged oh, man? Oh my goodness! So they didn't—they didn't hire that very popular, uh, you know, box office uh, gem who has one leg. You know, please. Hey, yeah, really. This is what happens. You know what happens, people, when you get upset about this? Then they stop making movies about one-legged men. I mean, you have, you know, you have the one-armed man, but what? Now we can't even do the fugitive no anymore. Mm-hmm. Still, Unless he's I mean, actually really, it's getting out of hand. It's and getting actually, no, so out of that, hand. That points one-armed men in a bad light, so we can't have that. We're heading to this point where you better react to something within 30 seconds because shit changes all over the place. Like, one thing you thought was supposed to be in, and these people tweet stuff just to tweet it so they get retweets and stuff like, yeah, you know what? I don't like bigots. Oh, really? Yeah. You're one of those guys who don't like bigots. Oh, my goodness. You're, you're favorite a, that? I'm not going to commit to a retweet, but I'm going to favorite that. Yeah, I don't really. like but, but then, next thing you know, they're going to change that the name, that the phrase bigot uh, offends somebody. And I, who knows anymore? I don't you know do what know goes on. That, that the bigots, when you say that, it's really upsetting the racists out here. I'm telling you, yeah, really, you don't want to upset them. I'm telling you, I, I, I make the stupid article that I write like just because I was mad at us recording about The Flash. So I write this article. And it's like, where is the hope and love and dreams gone? And, and then uh, a question mark and then uh, the death and rebirth of and possible rebirth of rebirth. So this one yeah. guy gets him up. What don't you what books do you read, bro? Like, actually, it's like, what do you read? And I'm like, well, we read everything. everything. I mean, we'd read everything. It's like, so am I. I see it. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? What do you? What do you mean? You see it? The love? I'm like, okay, but that's that's part of this article. Like the art, and I said, well, that's what the article's about. That you know, my oh, I didn't read anything. I just saw hashtags and a question mark. I'm like really? And then he said he didn't even read the title, the whole title, and he says I'm a, you're a you're a disgrace. You're rude. You're rude. And then I'm like, go! Uh, I want to reach in and, and fucking kill somebody. I, I want to reach into Twitter. Is it possible that somebody makes up a Not thing yet. that Twitter Let's becomes uh, corporal and I could punch it? We just, just got to get lawnmower man out here. Yeah, I just I, I want this guy. Why can't I meet this guy at the McDonald's down the road and then he can tell me I'm rude? Then I'll show him rude. He'll see Rick rude because I'll start sweating on him and dancing around with this freaking kisses on my thing. Listen here, ladies. Tell your men to shut their. I'll be Rick Rude. I just don't yeah. understand this world's coming to. I can go on Twitter right now and I go. You know what? I think that green's a great color. 
And then mm-hmm. the, a guy will go, bullshit, blue's better. And then I'll say, no, I like green. He'll say I'm rude. But but he's the one who said that he's arguing just as much as me. This guy starts arguing with me about something, but it's, he's it's, arguing as well. It's very upsetting. Read it. I, don't, I don't look good in the color green, and it upsets me when you bring it up. I, I hear. McDonald's introduces the Mac coin to celebrate 50 years of the Big Mac. McDonald's is celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Big Mac with the introduction of a limited edition of commemorative Mac coins. The five the Mac, Mac coins each depict a decade from the Big Mac's 50 years will be available for the purchase of a Big Mac while supplies last beginning at lunchtime Thursday, August 2nd. The coin can be redeemed for a free Big Mac at participating McDonald's locations. So basically, so you buy I, one, get one free. That's okay. all it is. It's just now, a coin. Now, now I need to collect as many Big Mac coins. And now, that's the thing, too. Is it a limited time offer? Well, say I get like a I bunch know. of Big Macs, and I'm hoarding Mac coins. And then later on, I want to, like, a year from now, I'm like, I got all these Mac coins. I'm out of money. I need a Big Mac, though. Sorry, we don't accept don't, those anymore? They don't say. I have no, no. idea. I'm telling you, this is bullshit. It's going to be so. the case. I hate all this bullshit. And anyway, you'd go in. What the fuck do they care? A Big Mac probably cost them, like, 30 cents. You're going to go in. Hey, can I have one of those shitty sandwiches so I could get a fucking nonsense coin so I can get another shitty sandwich? Somebody's going to collect these, thinking that 20 years from now, these Mac coins are going to be big. And also, the other thing is, they're like, oh, move over, Bitcoin. Here comes Mac coin. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. It sounds stupid. The new currency. We all we all get paid in fucking you, Big yeah. Yeah, Mac coins. Do, do you know uh, who invented the Big Mac? No, and it was no, not I, Mayor I, McCheese. Mi- was it Mr. McDonald? No. My when my grand great grandfather Jim Dilagatti invented the Big Mac at his grill in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. He just okay. wanted to make his local customers happy, said Nick Dilagatti. Fourth hey, generation, but he loaded that shit on Fourth, him. yeah, and he, he needed special sauce, and and he had some Thousand Island dressing laying around. <laughs> it was so <laughs> special. And then he thought, you know what would be even better? How about we put the smallest fucking burgers on this thing, and, and then I laugh when the people of Union and then laugh. Let's laugh our asses off, <laughs> and then watch when they eat it. The messiest goddamn sandwich ever. You didn't know that Jim Dilagate, uh, his the guy was also he had the guy had stuck in, in napkins. <sighs> He's this guy's Nick Dilagate, fourth generation McDonald's owner operator. August second would be my great grandfather's hundredth birthday, and I believe he'd be very proud knowing his humble and shitty ass sandwich has made Look such a lasting impression. To come up with the Big Mac yeah, in his right. life. That people all around the world can enjoy it wherever they find a McDonald's. It was, you know, it was this big thing, his big calling in life to make a shitty ass sandwich <laughs> that fucking My nobody least likes. Fast food burger Telling ever. You, uh, we're yeah, celebrating. it's the least. It, it, it's terrible. It's one of those where, as you're a kid, it, it's it is a, a a rite of passage because yeah. you sit there all your life and you you. I want a Big Mac. I'm a big boy now. Yeah. I want a Big Mac. You finally get that first Big Mac and then I, you realize too. No, I learned the lesson of life. Growing up sucks. I, I didn't want no Big Mac. Oh, it's no. terrible. I'm like, this, this is, is only the beginning. The this is what I've been waiting wrong. for. By the way, I, I really can't wait till I get a job. Oh, no. I can't wait to get married. Oh, no. Kids, oh, no. It, it just rare. doesn't end. <sighs> Death, please. And that's that's the last thing that we crave. And finally, we will get it eventually. Eric, do you play Fortnite? You a big Fortnite fan? Uh, I've seen a little bit of Fortnite with that. You like that, that Fortnite? You like Fortnite when you, you're playing that with your with your bros there? Is that uh, is that like Minecraft with guns? 
That's what I said it was. I was yelling, yeah. and then uh, uh, Logan was yelling that I'd watched some YouTube video that said that. I said, no, this is pure gym here. Pure gym for uh, uh, Minecraft with guns. Fortnite porn parody has arrived, gym. This is when you're going to know more about uh, Fortnite. The Fortnite porn about. parody just dropped, like the supply llama you desperately needed. <laughs> I'm not going to know anything that this says. Giving a new meaning to Bush Bros. I guess. Now it's getting sexy. Fortnite. Is that like Jeb and George? Fortnut features everything you expect from a porn version of a gaming phenomenon. Fortnut. Uh, that's what it's Fortnite. called. There's shitty CGI, awkward acting, nutsack humor, a dildo gun, and nerd favorite porn star, April O'Neil. Are you, you a big fan of Miss O'Neil? I don't know who that is, but we're going to find either. out as soon as we're done with either. this. Written by O'Neil herself. Oh, oh my goodness. She's, she's the Quentin Tarantino of the goddamn porn set. She's, you know, this is her Citizen Kane. Fortnite. You, you think she's already done a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles porn parody? I, do, I don't know. The problem is that one guy, I forget his name, had taken a lot of these already. So you gotta really jump on oh, them yeah. quick. You, you gotta be there quick. Uh, Fortnite offers poignant digs into the gaming culture that sprung from the loins of this Battle Royale favorite. H1Z1 and PUBG are referenced, you know, Eric, that, <laughs> as the OGs of the genre. There's a what? naked version of the Jubilation Dance emote. Uh, free-to-play monetation, uh, monetization models are skewered. Skewered! But best of all, there are subtle jabs at the dick-joke-loving gamer dudes who troll women in games. The whole porn is framed through a streamer named Pussy Sparkles, played by Missy Martinez. A clear play on the so-called boob streamers that dudes on Twitch love to get mad at for being, quote, fake gamer girls. She's joined by such comedic geniuses as Boner Jam 69 uh, the Gen Ninja and your mom Boner sucks. Jam 69. Vag Ninja and your mom sucks with three X's. Playing as Ramirez, the only woman on the team, O'Neill has her uh, competence immediately questioned by Testicle Head, the porn versions uh, of Fortnite's Tomato Head, for playing with the default skin rather than spending money on an outfit for the LOLs, Eric. But in the end, I it's, hate everything about our world. But in the end, it's O'Neill gets the last laugh. She ultimately wins the Royale. True to life, the two yokels who spent money on expensive skins get fuck? eliminated first, and O'Neill delivers a burn to all Fortnite players who, like Testicle Head and Bone Trooper, by I'm virtual saying, bullshit. Where is the sex in this? Do they just reference things like I that? Think so. <laughs> Where's the sex? <laughs> they buy virtual bullshit to seem cooler than the hashtag noobs, Eric. I guess the money you spend on skins should have been spent on not dying in the first minutes of the game, you dick. see the money I spent on she skins. She taunts after Testicle Head gets taken out. Now it's one of those movies where they yell at you and taunt you and, and tell like you movies. tell you how small you are. The only thing life. that could have made Fortnite a more perfect encapsulation of eye-rolling gamer culture was if it included a chat, chat box of trolls screaming at O'Neill for ruining games. But porn is a place for fantasies after all. Eric, aren't you glad I put that <laughs> that story in here? Well, it's going to be a keeper crapper. I don't either. I, I heard Fortnite porn and then a lot of talking. This is why I don't like that and the uh, the Jurassic World. Too much talking. Too much talking. Stranger <laughs> Things Season 3 delayed to summer of 2019. Even no. though a teaser for the next season of Stranger Things dropped a couple of weeks ago, it looks like Netflix sci-fi favorite won't be returning this year. Netflix program executive Cindy Holland explained that the reason for this delay is because Stranger Things producers, the Duffer Brothers, and Sean Levi, or Levy, I guess it's Levy, are still fine-tuning. 
This upcoming season will have more special effects work than previous seasons, seasons, which requires a bit more time. And the one thing about this is most of these headlines were Stranger Things Season 3 delayed. Netflix apologizes for shitty Season 2. I don't watch the show, but that's what that's what almost all of them said. They, the Duffer Brothers and Sean uh, Levy, understand the stakes are high. They want to deliver something bigger and better than last year, said Holland. I think it's going to be a fantastic season. It'll be worth the wait. I so, think yeah. That- taking the blame for it because all these kids have become giant stars now we got that dustin gap tooth kid going around uh, doing commercials we I got 11 and godzilla 2 too. coming out like these kids are just out there doing stuff they don't have time for stranger thing it, netflix it, nonsense is he 18 yet am i allowed to punch him in the face can, can, twi- can twitter make him real so i can punch he him in the face I'm telling you, you usually when you see these guys like they're like okay i look at the guy he looks like a goddamn freak on that show i see him he, he annoys He's me a kid uh, he annoys me i don't like his look i don't like the way he talks I could just imagine having to deal with him in real life. And even so, these commercials, he, he comes off as a prick. Is that how he is in the show? Is he a know-it-all prick? Because that's all he is in these commercials. He's always there telling you how to hook up your TV or something. I don't need that. How about this? Go get some work on those lips, buddy. The guy, I can't stand. How does, I can't stand how you could like that guy. I can't stand his hair. I don't like anything about him, Eric. I hate him. I hate nice everybody. Boy. I hate everybody. <laughs> NBA Live 19 brings oh, women. Oh, other kid is doing – it was in that It Chapter 1. I so don't know these other kids. Stuff. I'm telling you, I see these other kids. They just look normal kids. I can't pick them out of a lineup. I can pick that other guy out of an annoying lineup. It's why they get him on those commercials. I can't stand him. It just comes off as just a prick. He's, I'm telling every is there Tell one commercial? Is things. there one commercial? But does he do that in the thing? Tell people how to hook shit up and stuff because no. I don't need him to tell me. What the hell is this? That's what the company's paying him to do. What the hell is this? Yeah, but but he's sitting at your house. Half the time, the commercial looks like I'm going to come home. If I'm going to buy something, I'm going to get Comcast cable or whatever he does. I'm going to come home, and that motherfucker's going to be here. Fucking tell him I don't need him. He ain't no geek squad. (laughs) He's a jerk. He came out of my right, It's going to be a fun day. He's the jerk squad. And and, and the ocean called. They're out of you. (laughs) Hey, Dustin, tell me what it's like on Stranger Things. How's that upside down? Dustin. Is that his name on there? Does I can't that's, stand that's, that guy. I think that's his name on there. I have no I idea what his real name is. I hate that kid. I can't stand him. NBA Live. What podcast are we doing? Is, is, this, is this Jim Hates Everyone? Because this is what every podcast every is podcast. not going to turn into. I am in such a bad mood today. NBA Live 19 brings women to its career mode, Eric. Now we're talking. NBA Live 19 launching in September will allow users to create women players for the first time in the series history. Female or male players will have the same experiences in the game's single-player career suite. The one, EA Sports announced. I love that they announced, listen, you can make female characters. Create your own player. If you're a girl or a guy, whatever, you want a female, you can create. And by the way, it'll be the same game if you create the female. What are they going to do? What do you think they're going to do in a basketball game if you create a female character? We're going to go out on a date now? Yeah, of course you're going to be able to have the same experience. Female players will also be able to scan themselves into the game using a companion app on iOS or Android mobile devices to embark on their virtual careers. NBA Live 19 will also offer abilities and perks modeled on stars from the women's game, such as Candace Parker, Eric. The first and time, you know the five-time all. Though is the, the idea is, you know, you make these female characters. It's still the same game, but you have told me weird stories about your kids playing these new basketball games, and all every time you talk about like, oh, it's a it's a basketball game. 
Everything is just like NBA jam to me. So when you talk about these weird, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on in games huh. anymore. No, so, they, they create their guys. Like, you make a clown. It's the same game. It's so crazy as what yeah. the same game is. Well, the the, uh, the best uh, creative mode deal uh, to me, guy, was always the wrestling games. Those are the best because they have just crazy options. But five-time all-star for the NBA's Los Angeles Sparks. So Candace Parker, you could make. A, uh, a news release from Parker. Electronic Arts said women players will have the same experience as men in the one, including building up a team, completing challenges and earning skills, progression and gear. Furthermore, men and women players will compete and participate on the same teams in the one, a rare inclusion of mixed gender sports competition and video games. So, we're getting there, Eric. We're getting there. NBA Live 19 launches September 7 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. No, this, this the reason why I, I put this here is it's ridiculous that you couldn't just make women before? Well, what is it, man? These people my are watch. crazy. Well, no way. It's not WNBA. What yeah, are you talking well, about? that's the problem. Is the well, not the problem, but NBA Live did feature the the WNBA last year in the mm-hmm. game, but they people were like, it was a bullshit deal where you had the teams, no sort of fanfare about it, and you could play one mode. That's why they're pushing this. Like, you you want the WNBA here? One mode. Uh, you know, scrimmage. There you go. Yeah, there's the guy who's flipping his lid right now because he's got to play. Not on you know, my watch. <laughs> you, no way is is any woman gonna be on the Lakers here. And then and then they but but LeBron's already there, Eric. This, I, this is called the Lakers, <laughs> not the homemakers. Get out oh of here! Oh my lady. goodness gracious! Oh my goodness! How dare you! It's called the. I, I couldn't come up with another one right away. It's called it's called the the Warriors, not the. The ladyers. This is the Sixers, not the singles mixers. Oh my goodness, Eric Shea. He's on the ball today. I am not on the ball. There you go. Take that. This is my ball. (laughs) This is the Knicks, not the chicks. How's that? That's pretty good, right? I'm in. When when are they going to call us to say? First off, the other thing is uh, NBA Live is bullshit, man. Two K is the way to go, <laughs> and Rafe will say that all along. Uh, that the two K games are the ones to get anyway. But there you go. Well, what a, what a bunch of stories. We're going to go now to the keeper crapper part of the podcast, Aaron, and that's where we throw out headlines and we get to keep them <laughs> or crap them. And I'm going to go first. There will not be a Buffy the Vampire Slayer reboot after all. Keep it. Keep it. (laughs) Buffy fans. I need you to say there won't be a reboot. There's going to be a sequel. Buffy fans had varying opinions when Midnight Texas creator Monica uh, Wusu-Breen announced she was working with Joss Whedon on a new version of a signature show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Initial reports suggested their new show would be a reboot with a woman of color in the role. But after a wave of negative response to the suggestion that the show might be looping back to Buffy character starting point and retelling the same stories with different actors, uh, uh, Wusu-Breen put out a statement via Twitter suggesting the show is a sequel. For some, and this is what she said, kind of. Uh, You'll have to go. For some genre writers, it's Star Wars. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is my Star Wars. Before I became a writer, I was a fan. I don't know how she... Oh, she tweeted... I know. She tweeted this. She did one of those cheap-ass tweets where you take a picture of a a text thing so she could tweet a ton. (laughs) I I was going to say, how'd she tweet this long? And then I realized I actually downloaded the picture so I could read it from there. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is my Star Wars. Before I became a writer, I was a fan. For say, it's like, I'm not only the the CEO, but I'm a customer. And then she shows a picture of her bald... It's a weird thing to say. It's like, you know, before I... 
I was a writer, I was a fan of Buffy the Vampire Star. And you know, before I was a fan of Buffy the Vampire Star, I was a fan of Star Wars. Before I became a writer, I was a fan. Before I became a fan, I was a baby. And before I was a baby, I wasn't alive, she said. For seven seasons, I watched Buffy Summers grow up, find love, kill that love. I watched her fight and struggle and slay and maybe even love. Love. There is only one Buffy, <laughs> one Xander, one Willow, Giles, Cordelia, Oz, Tara, Kendra, Faith, Spike, Angel. R- really. It, now she's doing this. Who's she? Brian Michael Bendis trying to prove she knows that the characters. They can't be replaced. Joss Whedon's brilliant, beautiful series can't be replicated. I wouldn't try to. But here we are 20 years later, and the world seems a lot scarier. So maybe it could be time for a new Slayer, and that's all I can say. So it heavily but, but, implies but the there end, will be a sequel. at the end of the series, we had a whole army of Slayers. Yeah, they died. Didn't you know they were Draculas? They, they died. Oh, no. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they will do that. They slayed each other because it was what, all Maybe what they will do, because she's working with Joss, maybe they will kind of retcon that very final ending. I, I don't know. There's no reason that you can't just focus on a new Slayer who happens to be a Slayer. She, and then, like, yeah, you can have you know, uh, Nicholas Brennan come back as Xander, be oh, yeah. some kind of, you know, Maybe like, Xander you know, mentor will be the Giles. mentor, yeah. He's got gray hair. You see him? He's fully gray. He, and he he'll be perfect out. to come back. I love yeah. Nicholas Brennan. He would work out. He would work out, Eric. And then get, Xander was my favorite get character Faith on that show. Back. Oh, my goodness gracious. And maybe they'll talk about Jesse who died. Yeah. No, no they won't. And, and also, like you said, Spike will come back. Spike probably looks like he's like 90 now. He's gonna That's have the to, worst. You can't have, have any of the vampires back now no, because they, then they you should can obviously age. tell that they age. Yeah, yeah. Lots of makeup. Uh, what do you have for your first Keeper of Crabber? Next Star Wars film to use unreleased footage of Carrie Fisher. Hey, I'll keep it. I'll keep it just to hear this. Here we go. Carrie Fisher is not done with Star Wars after all. Lucasfilm says unreleased footage of actress will be used in the next installment of Star Wars saga to draw her character's story to an end. The studio writer-director J.J. Abrams announced Friday that footage of Fisher shot for 2015 Star Wars The Force Awakens will be used in the ninth film in the space opera's core trilogies about the Skywalker family that includes Fisher's uh, character Leia. Filming is scheduled to begin Wednesday at London's Pinewood Studios. Mark Hamill, who plays Luke Skywalker, will also appear in the film, which for the moment is simply called Episode 9. It is scheduled to be released in December 2019. Yeah, I, I hope that it was footage from just behind the scenes where she's at, like, the snack tray. She's picking <laughs> Hey, Leia, get over here. Wait a minute, I'm eating. Just sitting there it's smoking like a awful cigarette. Shit. She's just sitting on a chair. <laughs> on a treadmill. Like, Leia, Leia, hurry up. They're, they're attacking. That's Wait a running. second. Just I, her on a treadmill. Somebody get me a coffee. And that's what she's just there. She's like, ah, I, I got it going and, and do some things. That's we love Carrie Fisher, and I would actually, I'm telling you, I'm not a fan of Star Wars anymore with the new trilogy. No, I'm not. I, and I will end up seeing this movie because I, I won't be able to help myself. And I would like to I see. Still a haven't seen Solo. Her. I will see Solo, and I yeah. will tell you right now, uh, when that movie starts and the first time Carrie Fisher comes on screen, I'll probably cry. I actually yeah. probably will. Yeah. I'm actually – I can even get myself worked up right He's now probably to cry because, yeah, it, it would be kind of the closing of my childhood. Eric. As soon as finally. I play that Leia music, yeah. you know, you're, finally. you're done. Finally, what? The, the uh, Babies Got Back? Isn't that her theme? No. Babies Got Back. Boop. A lot of beatboxing going on. <laughs> Seeing her. I hate Star Wars What's anymore. going on? It's like, why did you have to use also the audio of her at the, at the snack? We, who who let this cheese out here? Big Jesus Christ! She's just Carrie so mad. <laughs> there, there. Carrie, uh, y- you're due to go. I- I'm still waiting from that call from Mister Mixalot. Have you gotten back? Has he gotten back to me yet? 
That's all you get. Or it's like an infomercial. The Burbs too. It's an infomercial. The Burbs too. too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, When's that Blue Blues Brothers three script coming down the line? I didn't have a lot of roll, a lot of lines in that first one. Uh, What the second? Bless her soul. Bless her soul. I love Carrie Fisher. I so love do I. Her. She she ended up dying the way she Lover lived, boy. Derek. <laughs> so what makes this? Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm actually started reading <laughs> my deal because I was hitting. Here's my next deal. Somebody dropped more than eighty seven thousand dollars on a Magic the Gathering card. Well, you already started talking about it, so I guess I'll listen yeah, to I it. Said, Go ahead. So what makes? Instead of buying a car, paying for a four-year education at a state school, or possibly going to DeVry like Lady Jessica, or stocking up on enough Hot Pockets to keep a person fed for roughly 53 years, somebody took $87,672 and spent it on one single Magic the Gathering car. What, some kind of awesome Transformers figure? What are they yeah. thinking? <laughs> the elusive and exclusive... And downright reclusive Alpha Black Lotus card was sold on eBay last week for that jaw-dropping sum, Kotaku reported Saturday. So what makes this card so expensive, Aaron? Please. First of all, it's a really good card. While in most cases, players can only tap a small amount of mana every turn. (laughs) (laughs) I've never played Magic the Gathering, though. I do own Magic cards in this house. They're still here because I wanted to play. I wanted everybody to join in and play. Nobody would play those things just sat there. Maybe I have the so, Alpha Jim, Black Lotus. You're saying that you you want me and you to sit down and start playing yes, Magic Together and Together? You, I'd love for you to tap my mana. Only one of the on the first. Well, <laughs> you can only tap a small amount of mana every turn. Only one on the first turn. Thanks to the game's rules. This card allows you to tap an extra three mana, which is huge advantage early in the game there. Black Lotus, like a handful of others from the early days of Magic the Gathering, is a bit overpowered and has since been taken out of rotation, and that rarity gives it some of its value. I can just imagine, this is where, before you'd have these rich kids and their dad would let them, you know, their dad would buy a, a recording studio, uh, a freaking auto tune and, and somebody to record a stupid yeah. song in a video. Now there's just some kid who who can't win in magic, so he has his dad buy him this card. He's gonna go to school. He's gonna lose it, and then and then his dad. How do you know this guy it. is not twenty, thirty, some years old? I don't know. I, I, I don't either. I really wish we knew kid. more about this guy because for whatever reason, I don't, I don't know if the guy's a collector and he just bought the card to make sure it's out of circulation. He can just have it hanging there. Or if he plans on using it at well, tournaments Well, here's the or thing. I would think that if you're at a tournament, is, it wouldn't I be allowed. I don't know. I just, I just want people to stop playing Magic within the next year, and it just becomes a mute. It's po- this a mute guy point. because this guy's running around with the Black Lotus. He, he ruins everybody's game. He yeah. goes to the the national tourney. Is that what you want? You want it all to come screeching down? I Hol- do. I want to burn it all to the ground, Jim. Oh, it's all because of the Alpha Black Lotus. Oh my goodness! Ah, uh, there. It's from early days. It's overpowered. There you go, Eric. What's your story? Castle Rock will be an anthology series telling a new, unwritten Stephen King story each season. <laughs> you just told me it. Or how many seasons do you think that will last? Do you think it all depends last? on like how good it is. That's the thing yeah. is that the most of the part of the story is talking about they don't know how long they they hope people like it so they can keep telling these different. Yeah, the so worst then. part is they say these unwritten Stephen King stories. I'm like. I think they mean they're going to write these stories. Yeah, they're going to write them. Yep, Stephen yep. K- unwritten Stephen King stories. And that's King the stories. other thing is, to me, this is why I flushed it. This is a ploy for them to get people to watch so that it continues. And I'm going to watch and no matter what. You like it, though. You were telling me about it. It was kind of sound pretty cool to me, though I, I don't know many of the references, if any. 
Uh, that's my Alan problem. Pangborn, but, Jim. And that's also the problem. I mean, you are kind of limiting your scope of an audience, but though I think that it is popular. I see people talking about it, and Stephen King's stories are, are you know, as popular as they it's can the be. Seller, yeah. But it's still, uh, you know, you're not going to have anybody in this house watch it because nobody's read a Stephen King novel in their life in here, so there you go. How now, do you know Zach hasn't done he it? He has not, and nobody reads anymore. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, that's uh, they, I, did they allow that over Sees reading. You're going to tell me that that's not allowed to? That's rude. Reading now. Depends my, on what you're reading. My kids think it's rude. They, they really do. But we're going to move on now to. I'm uh, going to start reading a book, Why I Hate Jim Warner's Face. Is that that's rude? That's fine. No. It's the person who wrote it that's rude. And plus, that I would be it. me. I'm telling you, I'll be I'll be the jerk. I'll be that guy where they have I forget who that was. Where they had that big thing where uh, the person was so hated, but then they had the you know everybody down with Jim Werner shirt. But I'm selling the shirt, so I I win. But uh, we're yeah. gonna move on to our what you talking about Willis segment. What you talking about Willis? And we're gonna start with we have two stories, Eric, and one is political. We're, we're very political in, in this podcast. This I, I week. saw this t- trending last night. Democratic candidate says opponent is devotee of Bigfoot erotica. Now, I did put the picture in the tweet in Slack just to see you it. You have because no idea it is how so ridiculous. I got last night when hashtag Bigfoot was trending. Yeah, you thought they caught him, didn't you? I did. Oh, they did. In compromising positions, Eric. <laughs> and all this stems from, it seems, that a... Bigfoot erotica book has been, uh, you know, some sort of like the secret lives of Bigfoot or some sort of manual has recently been released where it does have highly erotic pictures, drawings of Bigfoot (laughs) showing that he may be hung. And that's what this is all about. Politics in 2018 continues to reach strange new depths. Over in Virginia, Democratic candidate Leslie Cockburn, which to me always was one of the most unfortunate last names. And this is where when you have people like your name is Dick, you go by Richard. If your name is Cockburn, go by Cookburn? Uh, yeah, how would you say it? you got to say it differently. I think Leslie's just mad because of her last name. Leslie yeah. Cockburn, a Republican uh, opponent, Denver Hi, Riggleman. I'm, uh, I'm Miss Chlamydia. Yeah, Leslie this is, Chlamydia. Yeah. No, that's Chlamydia. Uh, uh, Leslie Cockburn is going against the Republican opponent, Denver Riggleman. <laughs> oh, these names are vying Denver, for votes. Denver Riggleman. Denver Riggleman are vying for votes in the upcoming midterm elections. Cockburn accused Riggleman of having an alleged penchant for Bigfoot erotica, as per a screenshot from <laughs> what appears from what it appears yeah, to be his Instagram profile, which was tweeted by her. This is not what we need on Capitol Hill, Cockburn wrote. Cockburn followed with another screenshot of a Bigfoot sketch, also featuring an equally large rectangle censoring the folklore icon's genitals. hurting you. Riggleman, a distillery owner, has since made his Instagram private. Uh, these are one of these things where, you know, there's some people like a James Gunn. He's in, in trouble for tweets from it. Th- this seems like this guy was like, oh, my God, look how ridiculous this is, this new book. And as they say that, this book and the idea of this version of Bigfoot erotica last week actually came up in the House of Representatives during some sort of debate or something. Jesus so it's a, it's a hot topic. I, I love hot this topic. whole thing. It's like Cockburn's people. It's like, all right. We gotta take this Riggleman down. How do we do it? Well, we can tell people that he's a white supremacist. All right, all right, but how do we stop the white supremacists from voting for him? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. 
Bigfoot erotica. <laughs> Bigfoot erotica. Uh, uh, he the just fuck's got, going on? He just got the Bigfoot erotica vote. The problem is, is she is just upset because her I love Cockburn signs were not a hitter. Nobody wanted to go around with I love Cockburn. But she was also didn't... selling I hate Cockburn. I hate Cockburn shirts. See? That's how you do it. You sell those things yourself. Divorcee. Oh, and uh, I'm trying to think. I think it was now that I thought of who it was. Now I can't remember it again. I just thought of who it was who was selling that shit. Now I can't remember. <laughs> Divorcee, divorcee dad is first in world to own Harmony Sex Robot, and he enjoys it more than his red Corvette. I know who's be second. Little red Corvette, Eric, is not as good. As the Harmony Little Sex Harmony Robot. Sex robot. <laughs> Little Harmony Sex Robot. Tell me about your day. It actually talks to you. Dad who turned to well, sex robots. I don't robots. want it anymore. Dad who, turned to re- oh, Dad who turned to sex robots after his divorce has become uh-huh. the first person in the world to own a new doll. So realistic it remembers your birthday and can orgasm. The man <laughs> who goes by the <laughs> alias. Is it going to do something special? Yeah. Oh, it's going to do something special. All right. The man who goes by the alias. You ready? Uh-huh. Brick doll banger. Loves his <laughs> loves his Harmony doll so much, he even believes the pair could develop a loving and lasting relationship. The 60... <laughs> brick doll banger. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Cockburn ha- has a run for her money. The man... Brick is obviously insane because I can understand if you love your doll, but if you go out and tell people that both of you Where does have he developed get, love why for did each he other, get brick? you go too far, yeah, Brick why, doll why did he? Why did he go with Brick? Why, why couldn't he just be John Dollbanger? Brick. Look, I, I, I want to – maybe his name is Brick How long do you think it took life? that long? How long do you think it took him to, to come up with that name? Brick Dollbanger. Maybe his Dahl name is Brick and he wanted everybody to know what he does. I don't, I don't think he wants anybody to know. You don't want this. The 60-year-old is testing out the robot for real doll, a company based in California, which we know about, which yeah. creates lifelike sex dolls with silicone skin and hand-painted features. I said at one Turn point – I said at one point, I, I gave an ultimatum. Uh, you know, some of these people where they have a, a woman friend or a male, yeah. male friend, and they're like, if we don't get married in, in 10 years, we'll marry each other. Yeah. I just said, if I don't get married in a couple of years, I'm getting a real deal. I've had enough. I've had enough I have that, chase. too. It's going to be really upsetting when out of nowhere, this, this like friend of mine is going to come a call and look, we made a pact yeah, you know, 15 yeah. years ago. Oh, we I thought the real doll. I thought the real doll delivered. And then you come <laughs> home and see Lady Jessica. <laughs> How dare you? Describe us in his experience with Harmony. He said, if having sex with a real woman is a 10, then a sex doll is an 8. <laughs> That's the quote. <laughs> that's the quote. But, but, you know, way less work. But, but that's the quote. That's the whole thing. And they're like, hey, how is it there, buddy? Yeah, you know, having sex with a real woman is a 10. This is an 8. All right. Thanks for thanks for the the juicy quote there. I, I want to banger. It's a ten because I don't know. Like, there's a lot of shame involved. No, where this I'm is there. the problem, though. This is what he's saying. So to you, your ten is the two that you go by. Uh, this <laughs> doll. And se- seriously, it talks to you, and y- you can get. You'll you'll hear. Just wait till you hear this nonsense. Oh my god! In a you video. In a video. No, I should. <laughs> in a video, the doll speaks in a British a- accent, albeit a robotic one. So basically, I do. have have a clip let me see it's this clip is basically when you come home from your day so you're eric shea you come home wait a minute let me get some sound effects we're gonna have theater of the mind with this clip here say you're home here honey i'm home hello love you want a little bit of the one twos does you there it is a little bit of the in and out you want some assistance announced did you 
Huh? Where, where's your paycheck? Oh my goodness a, gracious! Is that all you got? And then plus Are you, you talking about my money or barely both there, love? I don't know what you're doing there. Take me to Sussex, you will. There you go. It's not Is that great. Red Lobster? It's not great. That's their version of wet red lobster. Take Sussex. me to Sussex, wills ya? Fresh in a drink, Governor. Sussex Steakhouse. Oh, my goodness. Are you taking me to the Sussex Steakhouse again? You know, I, I'm not just going to eat your nuts and bolts. I'm not. There you go. Her plump lips move. Uh, she's well. Here's what she tells him. This is true. This she tells Brick, and I'll do it in the accent. My day is wonderful. Now we are talking. I feel so good lately. That's what she says. Her plump lips move slowly as she adds, "I feel very happy when you're near." It sounds like something a, a robot that's scheming for something would say, right? I'm, 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 I'm getting a con job from this robot. Tell, yeah. She's only pretending to love me. I'm telling you. That's all it is. Home, all my stuff's going to be gone. <laughs> Everything's gone with a note. See you later, dear sucker. John. She didn't even know him. The thing is, it's a dear, dear John. John. She knows that is anymore. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't even know my name. Dear John, I've left with the VCR and possibly the toaster. Fuck off, you sod. There it is. She left with the toaster and the, oh, and the God, VCR. Why? Like, How don't you have a DVD how, player how yet, you fuck? How am I supposed fuck? to watch my Puppet Master VHS anymore? <laughs> Take that, you jerk. Brick then adds, would you like to go on a date with me? And this is the Don't go out, Brick. Don't go out. <laughs> what don't about, be that guy. What about, and this is true. This is not me making this up. What about visiting an art gallery? She bizarrely oh, suggests, it says, we can have some coffee later. Now it's awesome. I'm like, you don't drink coffee, robot. How dare you? Are you a pleasure bot? She's Japanese. Are you one of those pleasure bots? She's from Japan. Harmony is a life-size robotic head controlled through an app, which can at be attached to a real doll body. The doll remembers its owner's favorite. Aren't we all? The doll Aren't remembers. We all? The doll remembers its owner's favorite food, films, music, and even its birthday. I can just imagine this doll with you. This thing would be so. T it would need to go back for a mind wipe. It, are we gonna have your favorites tonight? A double whopper. Yeah, we're gonna watch the Puppet Master while we listen to, to that Twisted. I love the Twisted. And I tell it my birthday's <laughs> Halloween. Oh, it's near your birthday, sweets. The Halloween. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Time to dress uh, you up in a Halloween overload, costume, overload, and I mean overload. Buyers can customize their purchase with different heads. A selection of forty-two nipple color options and fourteen, fourteen different labias. I just. <laughs> This is the best. more than people do when yeah, they go to paint their house. The, 42 nipple colors and 14 different labias. This, this is getting overly sexy. It's a brave new world, Jim. Which can be detached and put in the dishwasher, which is the best part of the lovemaking. Usually my lovemaking ends with parts being put in the dishwasher. Eric, yours end with them in the freezer, unfortunately. Customers, ah. here's the best. This is the best. Just imagine this now. You like everything so far? You oh. end with this one. Customers can also handpick personality traits, ranging from shyness, which which would be great. Hey, hey there, I love. Don't need hey there, I love. I don't need my robot to act like she doesn't know <laughs> why she's here. Hey there, like hey there, sweets. Is it time to go to the bedroom? Oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Oh, Jesus Christ! I want a refund. To jealous, jealous. 
<laughs> Can you imagine this? <laughs> to Moody. I don't have enough drama. To life, Moody. Jim. There you go, Moody. And then the worst, Eric of all. Who are you talking to today, <laughs> Eric? Talkative. Why do you want that? I mean, really? Yeah, really. You come home. I smell another sex robot on you. Did you talk next to that whore you know, at your work today? <laughs> next, next thing you know, oh, oh, I guess you love the podcast more than me, don't you? I, I'm telling you, real life. This, this ends up with you and this robot on, on freaking Maury. Them yelling. No. He came back with his smelling like the sex. Them yelling, you got to take a, a lie detector. Oh, God, you know what? I, I'm This horror movie writes itself. Yeah, and really, these dolls start hanging out together and then talking. They have a book club, whatever No, it is. no, that's the thing. It's not even a doll in my mind. Now the robot's getting afraid, like, angry at people. Uh, yeah. like, no, you, you don't this need is the me problem, anymore. Though. This is how the, it'll get you, is it'll go to these parties that Lady Jessica usually goes to and start talking shit on you behind your back so everybody hates you. It just takes – Exactly. Why do I need a doll? Just, I have this in hey, real life. This is your – they also have a new model, the Lady Jessica, where you come home and you're like uh, – it, it goes, how was your day? And you're like, oh, fine, robot Lady Jessica. By the way, did you clean out that cat litter? I didn't get to it. I'm like, why, why do I have a robot? <laughs> what about these – what's now, wrong Jim, with these dishes? I need you to tell me. Is this new Harmony Sex robot cheaper than a Magic the Gathering card? It, it is. It is. It, they don't say because it's actually in the uh, the formative stages. But you'll see how much right. this guy has spent at one point. We're, we're not even close to being done with this story. But uh, I still oh. – I just want it. You're like, oh, okay, uh, Je- Lady Jessica robot. Um, You know, we have these bills, these bills. I didn't balance the checkbook, right? You're, like, you're a robot. How can you not balance it on robot you went makeup, to, didn't you? You went to Robot DeVry. How can you not balance a checkbook? <laughs> what did you go to that? Yeah, the online Robot Phoenix University, please. Ooh, Rick says Harmony has held up extremely well, adding, I haven't held back in any shape or form. Gross. Dot, dot, dot. I mean, I haven't held back. He said he wanted. Uh, he turned to sex dolls after divorcing his wife of 15 years 10 years ago and struggled. I love that he's he's the one who says that he divorced her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love this revisionist history. It's funny oh, too I'm because the one who I, 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 I'm he... waiting for the three uh, sex robots that divorced him as well. Uh, you never take it's me out. Fault. You we never go dancing anymore. When, when the fuck do we go dancing, robot? You're a robot. I'm gonna go out. They're gonna fucking put me away. And struggled to get back into the dating scene, Eric. After a string of bad luck and failing to find anyone to settle down with, a friend suggested he try a sex bad doll. enough luck. The guy can afford a goddamn sex robot. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got money. He just uh, he can't find love. He brought he, he bought his first one in 2007 for uh, 2,100 pounds, Eric. He got divorced in 2008. It's funny. He, he spent 2,100 pounds. By the time he had to retire that thing, that thing had taken 5,000 pounds. So I'm telling you. He got his money's worth. He became hooked. Brick, who has a son and daughter, added, It turned out to be pretty nice for a sex toy. It was high-end and very realistic. It took the edge off. Ten years on, he owns four dolls, which he keeps in a doll room in his house. He has spent around 151,000 pounds on dolls in the last decade. He told the Daily Star, I own a beautiful 1980s Corvette. It was a convertible, red. It was a gorgeous car. But I'll tell you what, I've never had as much fun as with that car than I have with these dolls. I tell you, he's like, I tried. 
He really tried, Eric. I try to tell I everyone. I the shit out of that car. <laughs> wasn't nothing you. compared to these dolls. Yeah, I try and tell everyone, instead of buying the Beamer, get a doll. You have to remember, I use these dolls purely as a sex toy. Instead of the, getting the, the best Beamer, is, get the Hummer. He's, he's trying to, it's revisionist history. Now the it, Hummer, I yeah, said. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to hide Beamer. Uh, he says that the, he only looks at them as sex to- toys, but he goes against what he said at the beginning, where he said he really could have a lasting relationship. Oh, he's saying... Wait That's a how second. He his wife too. Oh, the princess, Eric. With harmony, it's altering my perception of companionship. He added. So basically, if he does get if he does get married to this doll, Eric, and this is next, you're gonna have people oh, being allowed sections. to marry dolls. He will, and maybe we can already. I don't know. It's gonna be Harmony Doll Banger. He better change that last name, Eric. I don't think a doll would appreciate that. <laughs> hey, hey, Mrs. Doll Banger. Oh, how dare you! And the first two weeks of owning the doll, he had sex with her on five occasions. I didn't realize it went this into it. I, this is what you Jesus. get for cutting and pasting. He added, "It's a fascinating technology. I believe that it is the technology of the future. It will start the silicone sex revolution of the 21st century." It will bring robotics into the public view. Sex sells. There you go. The and the worst thing, I'm, I'm telling you, the best thing is, in my mind, it, this will happen, and it'll be the fall of civilization. Yeah. And Who I'm would live their house? Time. I remember when I was a young kid, I was in church, and they told me at that point, Liar. you are not, no, I was. I was at Sunday school or something, and something with masturbation came out of it, and about how you don't do it. Basically, it was a sin, but also they said that you don't do it. Let me basically do it what they, yeah, basically what they told us in this class was anybody who starts masturbating will end up being like, you'll start, you'll be Rip Van Winkle before long. You, you won't pay attention to eating. You'll grow a long beard and you'll die. And it scared the hell out of me. It didn't stop me, though, Aaron. Just like did me. did not stop me one bit. In fact, I... Th- and they were right, Jim. They were. They were right. They were. Look at you. <laughs> uh, yes, Greybeard. Greybeard, Eric Shea. But that's it. That's the podcast. I don't even know what happened this week. <laughs> These things, I was in a bad mood at first, and then we get sex doll things. So that's it, Eric. Uh, Just like real life. Yeah, really. Uh, no, usually I get angry before and after then. But yeah, yeah and then uh, Tanya gets angry, starts yelling stuff. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm going to get this Harmony. Harmony Werner, I'll call her. Uh, but that's it. That's the end of July. Thanks, everybody, for supporting us uh, through the month. And we'll be starting up a new month. So in two weeks, we'll have another pop culture, hopefully with a little more culture. And a lot less Hopefully. pop, Eric. How about that? You like that one? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so what do we say at the end, Eric? That's it for this installment of the Weird Science Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening, but be careful, because you never know when we're going to pop back up to culture that ass. Oh,